This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. If you've been with us earlier this week, you know the theme that we're sharing is God being our guide, seeking guidance from the Lord. And we spoke about uh, being on a safari. And while that's not one of my priorities, if I went on a safari, I would be sure to stay very close to the guide because he knew the lay of the land. He knew how to uh, deal in an emergency. And I would want to be near our guide. Yet on a spiritual basis, Today, we live in a world whose mentality opposes us as believers. There's an enemy that would love to destroy us, and we have our own flesh, which is at enmity with the Spirit. So in such an atmosphere, I believe that we need to seek the guidance of God and allow Him to be our guide. We looked at a few verses, including Psalm 48, verse 14. It says, For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our God even unto death. We read from Isaiah 58, verse 11. The Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And I brought out, Shelley, how I saw what you were saying a little bit differently from my experience of God being our guide because when I thought I would be happy we were married 10 years, you were a vice president of a stock brokerage firm. We had a beautiful home, three beautiful children. We were close to our family. We had a lot of friends and I was playing Mahjong at a country club. Mahjong is a Chinese a board game that Jewish women play all over the world. I remember with a drink in my hand and jewelry on and fine clothes, I looked at us and I said to the women, there has to be something more to life than this. We're married women playing games. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. And they said, like, what? And I said, I don't know. But Shelley, it was a void in my life when I thought I should be happy. And God has a void in every one of our lives because 
The night that I cried out and asked our Father in Heaven if Jesus was his son, and he answered me, the following morning, the void was gone. He fulfilled it. And my life was changed. And my life was really focused and centered that you would come to know the Messiah. Our children would get saved. Our family would get saved. Our friends. And I remember when your brother told me the gospel, I wanted to know the truth. I didn't believe him. I thought anyone I would tell would want to know the truth. And boy, was I in for a surprise. So Isaiah fifty-eight eleven is a very important scripture because there's a question we all have to ask ourselves. What is our foremost desire? And Jesus, when he came to earth, he came to do always those things that please his father. And he came to fulfill what was written about him. And his foremost desire was to be our offering, our redeemer, and save us. So my question to every listener and to you, Shelley, and to me, what is our foremost desire? And if we think about it, if it is to always do those things that please our Father, and to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, Isaiah promises us something in verse 58:11 that our guide the Lord will continually satisfy your desire. Amen, what a blessing it is, Juni. We went on to read Jeremiah 10 verse 23, I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. We shared from Psalm 32, verses 8 and 9. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle. Now, we're going to toe the line, you might say, if God has to use a bit and bridle. But here's God saying, I will instruct you. I will teach you. And I will be, guide you with my eye. And you know, when God says, I will, you know what he means, Junie? He will. And we need to see that we could do what that which pleases God by seeking him for guidance on anything and everything. Lord, he will instruct us. He will God. He will teach us. We read in Psalm 25, verse 4, Make me to know... Thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me, this is verse 5 now, lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. For thee I wait all the day. Junie, it's almost like I, I can hear God beckoning us. Come, you know, if you don't know the way, I'll show you the way. And you pointed out in recent days 
that the ways and thoughts of God are so much higher than ours. And he's saying, I will teach you my ways. So what an invitation we have from the Lord. Have you ever looked upon God as your daily guide or or as your moment-by-moment moment guide? That's what he's longing for. And that will please him if we see him as that. And in Psalm 16, verses 7, 8, and 9, it says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. And verse 9, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory, my inner self rejoices, my body too, shall rest and continually dwell in safety. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to another portion of scripture, Junie. Psalm 31, verses 1 to 5. I'm reading from the New American Standard, Psalm 31. In thee, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed in thy righteousness. Deliver me. Incline thine ear to me. Rescue me quickly. Be thou to me a rock of strength, a stronghold to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. For thy namesake thou wilt lead me and guide me. Thou wilt pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For thou art my strength. In thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast ransomed me, O Lord God of truth. What a powerful portion of scripture. David's writing this in a time of trouble, but yet he cried out to the Lord. In the midst of trouble, we need God's guidance. In the midst of joyous time, we need God's guidance. His trust was in the Lord. In the Lord was David's place of, of refuge. So in order that you cry out to the Lord for him to lead and guide you, you must know, as David knew, that the Lord is our your rock and fortress, your stronghold, especially in time of need. And we see, Shelley, in Psalm 25, verses 4 and 5, Show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths, Guide me in your truths and faithfulness and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. For you, you only and altogether do I wait expectantly all day long. That's the Amplified, really. It really spells it out beautifully, Junie. All right, let's go to Psalm 73. I'm going to be looking at the New American Standard. Psalm 73, beginning at verse 21, going to verse 28. All right, so get hold of these words. Psalm 73, beginning at verse 21. When my heart was embittered and I was pierced within, then I was senseless and ignorant. I was like a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast taken hold of my right hand with thy counsel. Okay, there's the issue of guidance. With thy counsel thou wilt guide me, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And besides thee I desire nothing on earth. 
My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from thee will perish. Thou hast destroyed all those who are unfaithful to thee. Verse 28. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge. We are going to be closer to God than ever before. That if we continue to seek his guidance on a day-to-day basis, even in, in this disastrous time, uh, David's flesh and my heart may fail, but God was his strength, and he sought the wisdom and the guidance of God. And you know, Shelley, I remember one time uh, we went through a deep upheaval, and I had hatred and bitterness in my heart. I thought I was going to lose my mind. But you know, Shelley, the Lord delivered me out. Thank you, Lord. That he healed my heart. He took the bitterness and hatred out because I prayed to him. Yes, And Lord. asked him to do it. And my heart was sad for five years. But Jesus taught me his ways and Hallelujah. his faithfulness. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our deliverer. For your guidance. Yes. Moment by moment, guidance comes down from you where all good and perfect gifts come from. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 And you can also contact them on their website ShellyAndJuneVolk.com That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com Until next time The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon thee And be gracious unto thee The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.